Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Health Chats Among Friends. My name is Deidre Kindred. I am a nurse advocate, educator, and navigator, and I have the honor and pleasure of bringing you reputable resources through my friends. So tonight, I have my good friend here, Michelle. Michelle, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here. My name is Michelle Rothenstein, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified diabetes educator, and a preventative cardiology dietitian. Um, I have a private practice that specializes in chronic disease management and really reducing the risk of heart attacks and strokes through science-based nutrition and lifestyle medicine. That is Awesome. You have so much. That was a mouthful. So I'd like to hone in on um, your background with heart health because I'm a cardiovascular intensive care nurse formerly. <laughs> so I love the heart and everybody has one and everybody needs to protect that one heart that they have. So what would be some of the, well, no, let me back up. First of all, what is the name of your company? Entirely nourished. Awesome, awesome. So, why entirely nourished? Why that name? Because, for many reasons, I actually spent a lot of time trying to find the perfect name uh, over seven years ago. And really, um, in order for us to protect our heart and to protect all organs of our body, we need to be entirely nourished. So, what that entails is making sure you have the right macro and micronutrient balance for your heart to work properly for blood to flow properly through your body, for you to reduce that risk of that plaque formation in your arteries, um, and to really thrive both in energy levels and in optimal health. That's wonderful. You know, it all starts with what we put in our body. I, I really, really believe that nutrition is key. So tonight we're talking about heart health. So tell me about some of the things that you are doing for to educate the community on Nutrition. Yeah. I think the biggest thing um, that's really big on my part is I got into the cardiovascular space for a specific reason, right? It's the number one killer globally. But if you look at the science, it says that 80% of those deaths could be prevented through lifestyle change, through science-based nutrition and lifestyle medicine. But why, if, if it's such so prevalent, why is the statistic so high? And if we can prevent it, why is it so high? And so I took matters in my own hands and I realized a couple of things. One is people aren't aware that they're at risk of heart disease. They don't know that it's there. You don't feel it, right? If you have high blood pressure, you don't feel it. If you have high cholesterol, you don't feel it. A lot of people, their, their family history is not even very talked about because it's a very hush-hush topic. Oh, I'm mm. fine, I'm fine. And so a lot of times we're, the unawareness is a big key component to it. And then the second thing is, is, you know, there's so much stuff online that you can Google about what to eat is healthy and it's not necessarily heart healthy. There's a lot of different people telling you different things. And so I wanted to clear the space on both of these avenues. So 
One of the things I really do on my platforms is educate you about the risk of heart disease. I talk about certain labs you can take if you don't know your, your family history to tell you if you're at risk for heart disease. I talk about other risk factors beyond the very you know basic of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, excess weight around the abdominal region, high glucose. There's a lot of other ones like PCOS and rheumatoid arthritis and fatty liver disease and gout. And these aren't talked about for some reason. And so I'm really about educating people so that we can be empowered to take control of our health through proper nutrition and lifestyle medicine. And the first thing that that comes about is being aware, being aware. And I love what you do because as an advocate, you're an advocate for the patient. And I always say to all my patients, you need to know your numbers. You need to understand what is going on. Um, because if you don't, and you just rely on the doctor to tell you, oh, you're fine, you're fine, things can go under the radar and you need, and if you don't know what those numbers mean, you should hire someone who can educate you on those and really help advise you on optimizing all of those numbers to prevent a future cardiac incident. That is wonderfully said because it is all about knowing your numbers and I feel like people are individuals. They they really need to hone in on their family history, just different things that they're doing. And then when we talk about diets, I kind of don't like the word diet. <laughs> I like lifestyle change <laughs> because when you think about a diet, in my opinion, people put themselves on a punishment. Mm-hmm. Or the deprivation. And- Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, oh, I can't have this and I can't eat this and I can't do this, but you can do certain things in minute, small increments. And I tell people it's a marathon. It is not a real quick race and sprint because people want changes fast. And we have to realize that we've been developing these unhealthy eating habits over an entire lifetime. Exactly. Exactly. And the other thing is, is if you go from zero to 100, the sustainability factor goes away, right? Like once you build, I usually work when I work one-on-one with my clients, we'll do three to four goals every two weeks. And we'll really hone in to see what is the struggling points? What's easy, what's coming easy. And people see results so fast that they understand that the method works. The other thing we have to realize is quick weight loss actually is very harmful to your body. If you lose weight too quickly, it can cause um, scarring on the liver and it can put a lot of pressure on your cardiac system and your kidneys. So we don't want quick weight loss. We want half a pound to two pounds at most per week um, if, if weight loss is a goal. And, you know, a lot of people, most of my clients will say, oh, you know, it, whether it's a lot of weight or just a couple of pounds. And I like to just bring in the point, point that whether you have weight to lose or you don't, that doesn't exempt you from heart disease risk. A lot of people are like, well, I'm not overweight. How do I have high blood pressure? And I'm like, but you, that's not correlated. You can be in a normal weight category. You can be underweight, you can be overweight and have all other risk factors for heart disease. Weight is just one risk factor for cardiovascular disease. Absolutely. And, and that's a big thing too. Um, and, and, you know, I have a lot of athletes who come to me and say, how do I have high blood pressure? I'm so athletic. And, you know, when you're overtraining, that also puts stress on your heart, but 
really nutrition is a big component that many people aren't honing into. And they should because what we eat impacts our blood vessel health, our gut health, our heart health, everything that we do, our energy levels. And that is absolutely true. I've noticed um, a big, big, big change in my energy level since we started eating differently, more healthy, more conscious of it since March of last year. So it's been amazing. I love what you do because a lot of people punish themselves and, um, oh, well, I fill in the excuse, right? Or fill in the reason not to, or however you want to put it. So tell me about a, tell me a story of a client that you've helped to realize that eating healthy is better. Oh, there's so many, I so, bet. Many, <laughs> so many uh, stories to share. I'm trying to think of one. Give me, um, give me a prompt of something that you, you're looking for. Let's that, say she just had a baby. So, okay, that brings a whole different ballgame into it. So I think that this is really important. Um, a lot of people who are pregnant and they have gestational mm -hmm. diabetes or they have preeclampsia, um, they are, they think that a lot of people put in their minds that that's, that's an issue we deal in pregnancy. Once you get deliver, you're fine. And then, okay, the person is just gave birth. So they're thinking, oh my God, I need to lose all this baby weight. I just like, I just, I don't like the way my body looks right now. Um, so they're fixated on weight. And that's the one thing that they're fixated on. Um, so, and that's not true. So to give you an example, I had a client who had preeclampsia during her pregnancy, which is high blood pressure, but it's also um, an insufficiency of blood to the placenta. So it's an, a multi-organ issue that happens during pregnancy. And it can lead to postpartum preeclampsia as well, where blood pressure will continue to be high. So she had come to see me because her blood pressure was still very high and she didn't want to be on blood pressure medications her whole entire life. Plus she was breastfeeding and she didn't want to that the medication to be passed into the breast milk. She was nervous about that. Mm. So we work together and what we realize is, so when you have preeclampsia, it's a sign that you're at increased risk of heart disease. Um, and so we work together very closely and realized that she had a lot of underlying inflammation mm -hmm. that contributed to the preeclampsia. And we had to address that postpartum um, in order for her A, numbers to be normalized, but B, for her body to recover and heal properly. Um, I think it's really important that people don't jump in, oh, well, I need to lose these extra 20 pounds right away. You just give birth to a human and right. you need to heal, you need to rest, and you also are taking care of a newborn. So you need to give yourself that grace and realize that while you are giving so much energy to your baby, you need to also you know, take care of yourself. So we worked really closely together to make sure that she had the support she could have, and all, but also was able to take care of herself and monitor her numbers. Um, because I've had clients come to me years after childbirth saying they have heart failure because they mm. never monitored their high, blood, their high blood pressure postpartum and they didn't feel it and it led to heart failure. Oh, so my. it's really important that if you have preeclampsia or gestational diabetes, you are monitoring those values postpartum and making sure that they're optimized to reduce your risk of heart attacks and strokes in the future. 
Absolutely. Great story. So now I'm going to go to the other end of the spectrum. So say you have a client that just had bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that it's a confusing, frustrating Oh, just so many emotions go into that. It's so much teaching there. So how would you be able to help a client who is recovering from heart surgery? Yep, it's a great question. So this is one of the clients I get a lot of. A lot of clients of mine have gone through cardiac bypass surgery and they're scared. It's scary. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can completely understand that, empathize with that. So we, a lot of times they are over restricting anything they put into their body because they're scared they're going to have another heart attack or their stent is going to collapse or something's going to happen. So my role is really building confidence in them and what foods will help keep their arteries more open and allow for the, you know, the stent to be patented. So we talk about all of the underlying root causes of heart disease from inflammation to insulin resistance, oxidative stress, to that arterial stiffness. Um, That's one of the main reasons why they got that coronary bypass surgery. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of it is education. And when I work with my clients, it's very much about the why. I'm never going to tell my clients, hey, go do this and that's it. It's I recommend X because of all of these reasons. And I explain the science in a excuse me, very easily understandable manner, because if you don't understand why, the likelihood of you doing it in a couple of years is not going to stick. If you understand the reasoning of how to eat healthy in every situation that you're in, your success rate is going to be so much higher. But before we even go through all of that, I make sure that we're on the same page and we understand what's realistic for them and where they are currently in their you know, in their journey. And that's super important too, um, because we want this to be lifelong. It's not something that you do for a month and then that's it. It's, it's a lifetime, right? Heart disease is a progressive disease and it's something that we have to do day in and day out. Doesn't mean we have to be perfect on what we're doing, but we have to be consistent in building healthy habits in order for us to optimize our cardiovascular function. I love it. You are absolutely right. If you understand the why, you're more apt to stay the course. It was so many, many times I've met people when I worked in the CVICU that they could have used your services, but now we're on a mission to let people know that these services are available. These are very individualized services. Because if you have someone that's in your corner that understands you and the why, and you can actually say, oh, I know why I need to X, Y, Z, because this is going to happen if I do, or this is going to happen if I don't. And then that's your lead to make that decision for yourself, right? Right. Yeah. And I also think it's important, like with the personalization is that everybody Mm -hmm. is different. Everybody has different food likes, food dislikes, food intolerances, cultural foods. And so you can't just hand somebody a piece of paper and say, follow this. A lot of times what drives me crazy is that hospitals will give you an eat this, don't eat that list. And it is so wrong and outdated. It drives me bonkers. I'm trying to control my facial expressions here. Because that is so true. It's like, oh, 
Right. And then they just get confused. And then they come with like all these questions of, well, what can I eat? I can't eat anything. And then they just don't eat. And the problem is, is after surgery, a lot of my clients don't have a great appetite, their appetite's suppressed. And now you're telling them don't eat any of these things. So they're losing not only fat loss, but they're having unintentional muscle loss. And we don't want to lose lean body mass after surgery, we need to recover properly. And we need our lean body mass to help with that. So a lot of it is realizing that we need to look at the whole picture and really question if something sounds a little bit weird. Um, you know, a lot of, I know what, what really mind boggles me too, is like some people, some doctors will say to the patients, you need to lose a lot of weight, then your heart disease will go away. Oh, I heard the keto diet is the way to go. And that drives me crazy because a keto diet, like I like to empower my everyone to just take a second to process that, right? A keto diet is 80% fat, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're having 80% fat, you are going to clog up your arteries. You're going to have a lot of saturated fat. You're going to, you're putting your body in a survival mechanism called ketosis. That's not what we want our bodies to fuel. So anything that sounds a little bit wonky or whatever someone tells you, make sure you question it and always look to see the understanding of why that might be true or not true before you just jump on the bandwagon. If a, if a supplement or a pill promises you the best heart health or anything, hey, there's no magic pill, I promise you. I promise <laughs> in, you my you're 10 right. years, in my 10 years of practice, um, there is not, a, I looked at a, a millions of articles, there is no magic pill. If there was, then we would all be taking it. There is no magic pill. And we have to realize that. So please, if you're taking any, a cocktail of supplements, or you're taking a lot of things that are from an influencer without the proper um, credentials, please reevaluate that because you can actually do a lot more harm to your organs than actually help them. Right, right. And I always think of it because I go back to that diet word and it, it just burns me when people say, I lost 50 pounds in two weeks. I know I'm exaggerating, but you know, you hear all that all the time. It's just like, well, you didn't put it on in two weeks, <laughs> you know? So you have to slow down and just kind of realize, first of all, one size doesn't fit all. Secondly, are you going to stick with it for the rest of your life? And thirdly, is it good for you? I mean, that should be first, <laughs> but uh, is it right for you? Have you really evaluated, do I like it? Am I gonna stick to it? Is it, is it healthy for me? You know, do I feel better in the long run? So that's why when we talk about know your numbers, it's all about journaling in a way that is easy to understand for you. And also that you can integrate that to your physicians that you're working with. It, it's just so much that we can pack into this conversation. I'm just like, wow. Yes. Yeah. And that mindfulness piece. So that mindfulness of you tracking things mm -hmm. not only helps you, but when you display that to your practitioner, it helps them realize things too and make adjustments as necessary. So like with me, I'll have my client's food journal, but if blood pressure is a goal, we do blood pressuring within the food journal and we pick up a lot of patterns. 
And so a lot of times, you know, the, the client is looking to see how they feel in terms of their hunger, satiety, all these different symptoms, GI symptoms, migraines, things like that. But what I'm looking for is micronutrient and macronutrient imbalances um, that can also increase your blood pressure and certain triggers that also can increase blood pressure. So everybody looking at those tracking devices has a different skill set that they're utilizing. And so that mindfulness and that tracking helps both you and the practitioner help you get to your goals quicker. Absolutely. It is so important. It is so very important. So if someone, do you tote classes? Because I noticed you do post a lot of great information on LinkedIn and other uh, social media. So do you have any classes that someone could attend? Yeah. So I have a six-week group program where each week we go through lectures about different root causes of heart disease. Um, and in those lectures, we discuss all of the implementable strategies and the science behind them. And then it also is part, there's a closed Facebook community as well that goes along with that for people to ask their questions and get um, recipe inspiration and motivation from and encouragement from other members. Right, because it's not an easy road. Now, we never have said during this chat that it was easy. <laughs> we, it can be frustrating and discouraging sometimes, but how do you feel about accountability partners? I love accountability partners. How do you feel about that? I I think accountability is great. I just think everyone needs to be on the same page and mindset because if right. you're not, then it, it could backfire. Yeah. So that's important too. Right, right. And it's also important to pick the right accountability partner. And then it's all about mindset. It goes back to mindset. Yeah. And, right. and I mean, while it is sometimes very difficult, I find when you are very mindful of it, you realize almost instantaneously within a week's time, how much better you feel. And that motivates you to continue to keep up with it. Because you have more energy, you're more productive, you sleep better, you feel better, like life's just better. And that you never, like people don't miss, let's say deep fried food anymore because it makes them feel lousy mm -hmm. and it makes them feel tired and lethargic and they never picked that up. They just thought, well, I'm getting older. So I thought that's how I'm supposed to feel. Mm. I can't tell you how many times people will say to me like, I just thought I was getting older. I feel like in, I'm they go, I'm in my sixties and I feel like I'm in my forties. I feel so much more energetic after implementing this. Love and it. that's, that's important. If you're feeling lethargic, don't attribute it to age, attribute it to maybe what you're eating or your lifestyle, because you should feel good. And if you don't, something's off. Well, I tell you again, I love your posts because they're so educational and I see them and I'm like, oh, I'm doing that right. Nope, I'm not doing that right. I need to work on that. <laughs> so I think it's just packed full of so much information. So if someone wanted to find out more about you or how they can get in touch with you or how you could help them implement some healthy lifestyle changes for heart health and overall health, what is the best way you would want them to reach you? You can visit my website at www.entirelynourished.com. Um, you can email me at Michelle with two L's, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at entirelynourished.com. You can visit my social media pages to get more free general heart healthy tips um, at 
on Instagram, I'm on heart.health.nutritionist. Um, and on Facebook, I'm on Entirely Nourished as well. And you're also on LinkedIn as well, too. So That's she is everywhere. She is everywhere. And if you don't remember any of that, you can also contact me and I'll get you in touch with my friend. Thanks so much. Well, Michelle, this has been wonderful. I, As we were chatting, I was thinking of so many subtopics <laughs> that we could talk about. I mean, the sky is the limit. We could have a whole podcast ourselves <laughs> with that. But I really appreciate your time. Thank you. You are a wealth of knowledge. I would love to have you back sometime in the future. Maybe we can talk about another avenue of your uh, practice and just get people educated and in touch with you. That's the goal. Thank you so much. I'm so happy um, that we spoke today. Oh, me too. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to Health Chats Among Friends. My name is Deidre Kindred. I'm a nurse advocate, educator, and navigator. I love bringing you reputable resources from my resource pool. So join us next week and we will have another amazing guest. Thank you.